0: everybody i'm nicholas i am joined by trying to light the neighborhood on fire justin one one box at a time and we are a man down um jeremy has some some personal things to take care of and he'll be back next week i'm sure with tales of interest and woe and other such things to regale us yeah so, um, he, he he has he'll have some topics next week, I'm sure. Right. Um, today is Mother's Day. Um, I was going to get a list of pop culture mothers together, but I was much too busy watching Halloween three yesterday. <laughs> because why would I watch something from a modern era when I can watch Halloween three? Yeah, or something that has to do with the holiday we are currently celebrating, right. Um, I got to say, Halloween 3, uh, not good at all, but not as bad as I had been led to believe. Um, but you literally could have called that anything else or just called it Season of a Witch or, you know, I don't like, you know, but that's neither here nor there. You want to learn all about Halloween 3, head over to Media Pod Smash, go back to last October for a freaky film club, and, 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 and Jeremy and Ryan will. Re- Break down that movie in more detail Than that movie is probably worth But would you like to talk about Something that I did see From a modern era this weekend
1: Hmm. Uh, Is it something I have not seen yet From a modern era It is something you have not seen yet So we will try to not spoil it too much Uh, If Um, things get spoiled for me I don't really care
0: Never have, never will I'm, I'm sure the internet has already probably ruined a lot of it because like, I'm glad I went and saw it Friday night um, because otherwise uh, I mean, just going, going on Twitter and seeing the trending topics when you're like, Oh, okay. What's trending. Um, why is that trend? Why is, why is that trending all of a sudden? Why is that particular actor and this particular character? Tra- oh,
1: well, it's probably a good thing that I don't go on social media very much. Yeah, that's true. Social media. I I, I rarely use my Twitter account.
0: Yeah, I know, and that's but, probably a good thing for weekends like this. But
1: yeah, um, I mean, if they if they want, they could follow me at the OT with JD on Twitter. Don't don't want really to post much on there, but I got it.
0: I uh, very rarely post everything, post anything on our Twitter feed of Pop Cult Roulette. Uh, but I do use it to enter a lot of contests, which I never win. But I, yeah, or bombard people with invitations to
1: a certain podcast,
0: right? And Greg Marcus, we we know, uh, we know that you've seen the tweets. It's just time to respond to them. Yes, dust um, off, so... dust off that keyboard. So anyway, Friday night, I went and saw Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness which I will give a full five out of five on, on the five range. It is um, – so Sam Raimi directed it. Um, Sam Raimi, obviously, uh, the first three Spider-Man movies, uh, but almost as big, if not bigger than the three Spider-Man movies, at least in my head, Evil Dead, uh, Evil yeah. Dead 2, 2 Sam Raimi is uh, a horror movie director has been occasionally will delve into things that are not horror related, but yeah, for the it, most all, part, it, it all depends on the paycheck. Well, yeah, but for the most part tends to, to do, to do horror related movies. Uh, I would, I mean, not spoiling anything, not giving anything away. I would say that that multiverse of madness is the closest thing that the proper marvel movie the mcu movies has done to a horror movie now i still haven't seen new mutants so i don't i know they were saying that was supposed to be a horror movie uh you saw yeah, that one. It's fringe horror
1: movie it's good it's not i, I mean, don't know if i'd classify it as horror suspense thriller maybe more than
0: horror i mean this one i mean horror movie in so much as it like there are involved zombies and witches and, um, a lot of, you know, like, I mean, there's just some, there's some pretty gory stuff. Like, it's not like a slasher, you know? Um, I think you can put context clues together, uh, from the trailers as to who the bad guy in the movie is. Ozzie. My cat has decided she wants to be a part of this episode. Uh, he will be um, standing in. She will be standing in for Jeremy. Sure. Yeah. Um, So anyway, I went to the local, instead of going to the the Imagine Theater or the Marcus Theater, you know, one of the bigger ones, I decided but, to.
1: Now, I feel like you only didn't go to the Imagine Theater or the Marcus because Greg has yet to respond to you.
0: Well, that is true. Is, I mean,
1: is this is this a protest?
0: Uh Yeah. I mean, all right, when I, whenever I go see a movie by myself, more than likely, I'm just going to the Burlington Theater. Um, it's like less than like five to seven minutes away from my house. I mean, it's an old school theater. I mean, it's the one that you and I went and saw Ant-Man in with Jeremy. So yeah, like it,
1: it, I've, the, I've been there for a few movies. Yeah,
0: it doesn't have the, the reclining seats. It doesn't have the stadium seating. It's still the old school, like... You know, the movie theaters I grew up in, you know, so, all right, I get there. (laughs) I've never once, like, generally speaking, I also don't try to see movies there on opening night. So I've never experienced a line there past like two people. So I get there and the line is literally to the door, (laughs) which I was like, okay, this is a little weird, but all right, it is what it is. I've got time. Uh, But they only have one person working the register, and the person selling the tickets is also the person doing all of the concessions. Okay. Took forever. But I was like, there's going to be a bunch of trailers. I'm golden. I won't miss the movie. Now, you know how when you get into the theater, they've got the one big screen, like right there. And then they've got the three little screens towards the back of the the building. Yeah, down the hall to the left. Well, I made a mistake. I was like, oh, I'm seeing Doctor Strange. It's going to be on the big screen. I walk in. The movie's already playing. And I'm like, crap. They didn't have as many previews as as I thought. I sit down. I walked in right at the time when the biggest cameos of the movie get revealed. Oh, So like the big like the big like, you know, the Spider-Man scene where the where where Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire come out. Like that, like that's essentially what I walked into. Oh, of the of this movie, I sit down and I'm like, "There's no way they're doing this scene," like thirty seconds into the movie. There's just, oh yeah, the opening scene. Oh wait, there's other screens in this theater, so I get up, walk out, walk down, find out that it's in one of the other screens sit down while the trailers are still going for whatever trail, you know, I was like, awesome. Great. So I just ruined the surprise, yep. the biggest surprise of the movie, um, which I'm trying not to ruin for you because it is, it's wow. I mean, it's big. I mean, it's.
1: I'll try to get there this week. I'm, I'm on vacation. So I don't work this week. So I'll try to get there sometime this week. So that way we have something to
0: uh, so, talk about next weekend. Okay. All right. So there's only what, like five rows, maybe six rows of seats in this theater. I mean, it's, they're comfortable seats. Like it's not the old school, like, you know, like it's, it it's, I mean, they have like put newer re- seats in there. Um, in fact, they've removed some of the rows and put like little like benches
1: yeah, the little table benches.
0: Like table benches because you can order, you could order like burgers and stuff yeah, um, at certain times. So there's not a lot of seats in there. It's it's a night, it's comfortable. Like it's not terrible. I walk in and like there's like two seats empty and then um, a person. So I like, I kind of like without saying anything, like, you know, kind of give them like a look like and point. And they're like, yeah, yeah. So I sit down because I didn't want to take anybody's seat. And I didn't want to go any closer to the screen. I also then realized that 50 to 60% of the crowd were teenagers. Oh. All the youths. Behind me, two girls talked the whole fucking movie. (sighs) Not necessarily about the movie. Occasionally, they'd be like, oh, look, there's a door. Oh, look, there's... Oh well, what's going on here? What's... and I just wanted to be like, well, if you'd shut up for five seconds, you would know what's happening. And then the group of the four or five to six teenage boys in front of me that also knew another group of teenage boys over here. Now you have to remember that we live in Bur... Well, I live in Burlington. I mean you live in East Troy, but Burlington, while being a bigger city, is small. So I assume that most every high schooler probably knows every other high schooler, or at least has a you know passing. Because there's what only one high school in Burlington.
1: I don't know. I think well, so. I think. I want well, to say yes.
0: Well, there's because well, there's Catholic. There's Catholic Central and Burlington High. Um, I, there's Burlington.
1: also the alternative school.
0: But I'm guessing that this town's not big enough that the two group the two groups don't know each other. So you know, so they you know there's a good chance that everybody in that theater but me knew each other. Well, and the person who was sitting a couple seats over from me. But the, the boys kept like every like ten minutes of the movie would get up and go somewhere. Fuck if I know what they were doing, but they would just, and they wouldn't leave like one at a time. Like oh I got to go. They they would get like if one went to get up like all four of them would be like oh well, we all have to go now. It's like why would you pay for the movie if you're just gonna keep leaving? Like and then like uh, one of them like pulled out his phone halfway through the movie and started scrolling through Snapchat. Oh, man. Um, I could see that it was Snapchat because he was right the fuck in front of me. <laughs> um, And they just, oh, so that group, like the whole movie, like just the, you could hear talking the whole movie. Like it just, it was just the groups of kids were just talking the whole time. Just, oh, it was so, it was just angering. But even with that, I will tell you, that's how good that movie was.
1: And you still gave it a five out of five. Me, I still gave like, it a, with,
0: with all of that nonsense. With all of that nonsense in the theater, I still give it a five out of five. I mean, it is. I mean, there you can definitely tell. I feel like if you hadn't have told me that Sam Raimi had directed it, I would have still been like, that feels familiar, because there was enough. In there that you're like this It feels like Sam Raimi And I will spoil one thing Because if you know anything about Sam Raimi You know one cameo In the movie already
1: Well it could be a couple people
0: Well It could it, either be
1: Bruce Campbell uh, It could be Lucy Lawless I think it could be Either one of those two
0: It's it's. I mean Bruce Campbell has been In everything that he's ever directed He's Lucy Hollis has been in a bunch of it too. Yeah, but not not to the level that Bruce Campbell has. Bruce Campbell cuz Bruce Campbell had a cameo in all three Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Um, he's been yeah, he everything that Sam Raimi has directed, Bruce, um there has been his car, his station wagon and uh Bruce Campbell. So I mean, I'm not spoiling anything by saying there's a Bruce Campbell cameo because it also means nothing to the movie. Like it, it, like other than just you're like, oh, Bruce Campbell, you know.
1: That'd be cool if, it was, if he was like Bruce Campbell as Ash.
0: Right. I mean, no. It's and not. they're
1: fight fighting somebody in an alternate universe. One, two, three.
0: So you have the the one, the two. The three, the four, the five There's five big cameos in the movie And they all happen at the same time Um, Various levels of excitement for each of them um, Because of, you know, various different, you know uh, Eras that they come from You know, of the movies or of the TV shows Or of, you know, whatever um, Whether it be future or past or present, you know Anyway, that's as far as we're going to get because if I go any further, it's going to ruin any anything. So hopefully next week the both of you will have had a chance to see the movie, and we can give in. Uh, and then it will also <laughs> be like two weeks into it, so we can we could do a full on spoilers spoiler free yeah. review. So two weeks plus, is enough. Plus, I would feel bad about like going in and on and on about the movie and then making Jeremy edit this. Um, yeah, and then just spoiling it for him because I know you don't care but I think he does a little bit
1: you just have the point little notes Jeremy fast forward 10-15 minutes yeah
0: so that, that's enough of that so anyway I'm just saying I thoroughly enjoyed it 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 was pretty much just, I mean not necessarily a straight up horror movie but it's close to a horror movie I think you'll ever get in an MCU because um, even if they do Midnight Suns like with uh You know, with Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider and, and, you know, Werewolf at Night and some of those guys. I don't necessarily know if you'll go to the level of horror that this one does. Hmm. All right. What was some of the other stuff that we had? Here we go. Okay. Did have a little AGT news. Uh, Not necessarily the best news. Um, Neither of us watched AGT Extreme for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know. If we just didn't have any interest in it, or it just hit at the wrong time. But probably a combination of the two, I would think. But um, we we did talk about it at the time. But uh, Jonathan Goodwin, who's done a number of seasons of AGT um, uh, auditioning, he's one of the danger acts who does like the like the extreme escape stuff. He's he's a uh, bald. Was he, the, was he the bald guy? Yeah, he's bald guy. Well, he was the one who was severely injured in one of the stunts that pushed AGT Extreme back a couple of months. Um, he has been paralyzed for that, from the, the accident that happened on on set. He's been paralyzed from the waist down, and the doctors the doctors don't give him the best prognosis to ever walk again. Um, he thinks he can beat it.
1: Um he had his own show too. Didn't he, I think so.
0: I think so. He's done a lot of stuff. I mean, and you know, and he's not like I blame AGT, he's like, listen, you know, everything that I do there, you know, the, the job that I chose, there was there's an element of danger in everything that I do. If you you want to be hung from a straitjacket uh in between two cars, accidents are bound to happen, you know. Sometimes you get to walk away from him, and other times, you know, he says, yeah. at least I'm still alive. You yeah.
1: know, yeah. Sometimes you walk, sometimes you rolled away.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I mean, at least he's alive, uh, and he's paralyzed from the waist down, not like quadriplegic, but uh, still, that that does kind of, yeah, know, And you know, like you said, like the injury could have happened on the set of his Vegas show just as easily on the set of agt so he doesn't necessarily blame agt for it so i feel
1: like he had another show that i can't think of
0: i i don't i mean i assume that those guys all show up on all kinds of stuff they they make a living by you know just going from show to show and oh one way out was
1: it there's an escape show that he had oh okay (laughs) short-lived
0: All right, Um, let's let's go to a world that we don't talk about very often, if ever, honestly, in the history of the show. uh, PGA golf. Um, I'm trying to think. In the history of pop culture roulette, have we ever talked about golf? I want to say yes, but
1: probably not in a good way. There might have been some talk about Tiger Woods situations.
0: That's true. I mean, back in the day when we... we, All right. Well, this is a story that we can talk about and not feel bad about ourselves. Um, I mean, I don't
1: think we felt bad about ourselves then either.
0: No, but we probably should have. Um, Other people would feel bad. So, uh, Phil Mickelson, professional golfer. uh, Apparently also a professional gambler. Gambler,
1: Gambler extraordinaire.
0: Although, uh, to, to be fair, the story that we're about to talk about more sounds like more of a professional loser uh, than a professional gambler. So I feel like if you're a gambler, you got to win some. But uh, according to reports, they're saying that he lost in the upwards of $40 million in gambling from 2010 to 2014. $10, 10 million a year, roughly? Roughly. Whew it must be, I, rough, must be rough to live so grand i did not know that professional golfers made that kind of money had the, the good ones do he's got I a get,
1: couple, he's got a couple green jackets doesn't he oh
0: uh, he has at least one um but you know i i don't know i i'm i'm guessing that um uh, that that winning the tournaments is probably not what you're making all your money off of. You're, you're probably making all your money off of the, the sponsorship deals. He has six majors. Okay, three masters. So three green jackets, uh, two PGA's, one open. So I don't know. What's the Is there a Grand Slam in golf? I don't know. Because I know in tennis it's Wimbledon. US Open, French Open, and Australian Open. But I don't know in, in golf if there's a. Yeah, I don't know what it would be in golf terms. Uh, but I'm guessing where he makes all his money is from, you know, well, the tournament wins, but whoever, you know, Nike or Mizuna or the video games or. But yeah, I didn't, I guess I just didn't realize that like, outside of uh, time,
1: it's the master's tournament pga championship u.s open and the open championship okay so it'd be
0: those those four so he's won three of the four uh, but um man i just i mean i guess being a professional athlete is always pretty good unless you're a professional like you know corn holder i don't imagine that pays super well but that, and you know what? That probably pays better than I expect, because yeah. you know, I mean, they do
1: have championship leagues.
0: If you lost forty million in in gambling in those four years and weren't like being hung off the side of a balcony, going, "Pay me my money, Phil." Yeah, you know that tells me that he uh, he has a lot more than forty million. That is, that's just insane. I, you know, I go to Pottawatomie, I lose 20 bucks and I'm like, well, that's it. I'm good. I'm done. Time to go home. Time to go home. That guy's like, like, you know, he's dropping 10 mil a year. I mean, just how much, how much, I mean, is that a gambling problem at that point? Like, do you have a problem when you're losing that kind of money or is like,
1: I would think so. That's gotta be a problem.
0: Or when you have that kind of money, is it a problem? Like And why does somebody
1: not come up to him and just be like, hey, you need to stop?
0: I you know, well, I mean, I get it from the casino standpoint of like it's just you know, all, all they're seeing is dollar signs. That guy walks in and they're just like, ah, oh. ching, ching, cha ching, ching. I mean, well, I mean, you hear stories of Michael Jordan and the way he used to gamble um and play, you know. In the offseason, play golf with Barkley and be like 100 grand a hole. You know, yeah.
1: well, I mean, I would say that to Barkley too. Just I've watched that guy golf,
0: right? Yeah, that is true. Um, but you know, I, you know, you hear well, there's always been that rumor, and who knows if it'll ever be confirmed or not, that the real reason that Jordan took two years off from basketball to go play baseball wasn't necessarily because. He was just bored of basketball and was like, "I've conquered it all." It was a kind of a shadow ban of like, "Your gambling has got out of problem. We're gonna suspend you for a couple of years." And
1: yeah, but we don't want to suspend the best players, so we'll make it look like you want to do this.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think that truth about that will ever come out.
0: So, but yeah, no. just forty million for <laughs> four 40, I I. I would like 40 million in my lifetime. Like I was trying
1: to think what that would equate to for someone in our shoes. Like even four grand a year losing would be like
0: oof. Yeah. I mean, if I lost four grand in gambling in four years, I would be like, I think I might have a problem. Yeah. For sure.
1: Like you said, 20 bucks down. Oh, time to call it. Yeah, as I say,
0: you know. I just I, well and I I mean I don't uh, I don't mind sitting down and playing poker or, or you know blackjack or something like that with friends you know we have, I I haven't done that in a long time have a poker night with the guys uh, you know but I mean that's like 20 30 bucks for the night like yeah
1: know, it's like 10 20 dollar buy in and then you just spend several hours
0: right you know and whoever's la- whoever's still sitting at the end of the night is who who gets the pot, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, or I'll buy the occasional scratcher, but, you know.
1: know, That's usually a a, dollar.
0: Yeah. Buy a lottery ticket here or there when the mega millions is up to, well, I'll tell you what, if I ever win the mega millions for 450 million, I'll find out if losing 40 million in four years is
1: uh, (laughs) Yeah, as as rough as it (coughs) sounds.
0: But I feel like I mean, I don't know, I know nothing about Phil, like what kind of life he grew up in. I don't know. I don't know if uh, if professional golfers are are start start off. I feel like golf is such a rich man's game that like to become a professional golfer, you kind of have to start at the high end already anyway. Like, you know, I don't hear a lot of a lot of inner city kids who grew up with nothing becoming professional golfers. I could yeah. be wrong, you know, because I mean, anybody, anybody can pick up a basketball and play now to get to the level True. of, to get to the level of Giannis that takes, you know, something else, but. You know, uh, but anybody, anybody can, you know, play football in the backyard and, you know, every, but uh, to play golf, like that takes specialized equipment and a lot, yeah. a lot more training Usually,
1: money on trainers
0: and everything too. Yeah, country so, club, country
1: club fees.
0: Yeah, so I'm guessing the guy who just plays on the municipal course or the you know the the county course that's nearly free is probably never going to get good enough to become a three time Masters champion.
1: Yeah, but
0: um in other news uh the last story i have doctor who which is something that uh, i think of the three of us i'm the only one that watches sounds about right yeah um for the last couple years they've had their first female doctor um i would say like as as the doctor she's been okay but her episodes Have been kind of lackluster to say none the least, Uh, but she's done. I guess she's only got like one more series of things, and they're gonna hand it over to the new doctor. Because, man, I'm sure you're at least aware of how Doctor Who runs. Where you know you're the doctor. Okay, well, the show's been running for over the show's been going for over fifty years. Not necessarily every year for fifty years, but
1: um, Uh, I say let's have a Doctor Who for dummies.
0: Doctor Who right now. Doctor who for dummies. Okay. So um, back in 19, whatever, cause it was 50 something years ago, the first doctor, he was kind of an older man um, got sick and he didn't want to do it anymore. If memory serves, cause I know some of them, I think one of them died and I think it maybe was him, but rather than cancel the show, they were just like, oh, well, he's an alien. Um, He can regenerate So right. it's the same guy It's the same character Just a different actor So whenever that actor So now they're about to do their 14th or 15th doctor I think the 15th doctor <coughs> Um, Every few years uh, When the one When the guy who's doing it goes I'm done Or the show is like You know what our ratings have been kind of down hey, You're done You're done um they come up with some big crazy storyline that uh where something happens where if the doctor gets mortally wounded uh he dies and then immediately comes back in a new form so for the first 13 doctors it was always a white guy of some various form or another uh you had uh when they restarted it you had um oh what's his name christopher eccleston um when they rebooted it after it, it went dormant for a while and they reboot rebooted it in the early 2000s with christopher eccleston he did it for a year decided he didn't want to do it anymore because he was like i'm a big bad movie star and people were like wait who are you um, ah. and so he left and then david Tennant stepped in um David Tennant, I'm sure you are somewhat familiar. He was Purple Man in Jessica Jones.
1: Uh, I don't I barely got through any of that no. season.
0: Uh, he was the bad guy in the first season of Jessica Jones, but he's uh, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, he did it for a good long while. Most everybody loves the David Tennant run, uh, but he, he, uh, he got tired of it or just was like, I've been doing it for this many years, it's time to move on. So Matt Smith stepped in and did it for a while. And then, uh, and then he went away, and then Peter Capaldi did it for a little bit. And then after Peter Capaldi, the Doctor Who people were like, we're going to shake things up, and we're going to make a woman the Doctor. Because they never said that the regeneration always has to be a man. Like, it just is just, that's just how they had always done it. Um, so they were like, we're going to, but the problem was is that they didn't explore it as fully as they could have or should have they gave her really lame stories Mm -hmm. and and didn't and just kind of like she was she was not the problem the problem was the the people who were writing it just were not bringing the energy that like Peter Capaldi had or Matt Smith or you know the other guys um so they you know after like two seasons or three seasons she's like I'm done I'm out because the the basically also like the main like they'll hire new story writers or um, like showrunners every few years, like new producers. Yeah, try they, try to change things up and keep it a little more relevant. Yeah. So the, the guy who they hired to do that, they they were kind of they were basically like, uh, we're not sure we want to keep you around anymore. And when he was like, all right, well, if you don't want me, I don't want to be here. Um, fair so fair was, way to look at it. So she was like, all right, well, I'm done then, too. And they're like, fine, because we're probably going to fire you anyway. Um, yeah. So for the first time ever, um, the the new doctor is going to be one of the youngest guys that have ever played the doctor. He's going to be in his early, in his not early 20s, mid to late <laughs> 20s. And he's also going to be the first, uh, well, I, I'm not African-American because he's Scottish. Um, he's The first black doctor they've ever had. And I'm probably going to horribly mispronounce this name. I think I had to look it up on Wikipedia. Um, I believe it's pronounced Shuti Gatwa. Um, okay. It's spelled N-C-U-T-I. And somehow that's shooty. All right. right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I maybe because I didn't grow up with Doctor Who the way a lot of these other people have. I'm not as invested in it. I'm not like, how dare you! But like that, the whole concept of Doctor Who is that they can change the Doctor, and every time the Doctor changes, so he flies around in something called the TARDIS, which looks uh, basically the, the phone booth. Yeah, the blue phone booth.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, I've seen that.
0: Okay, yeah, but it's the whole thing about that is that it's bigger on the inside. So every time you get a new Doctor, the inside of the TARDIS also changes. Um, The thing that changes it and what also makes Doctor Who more enjoyable is the companions. So the Doctor will always pick somebody or two people and be like, you get to come hang out with me on all these adventures while we go through time and space and fight crazy aliens and do whatever. And um, so like they had like uh, Karen Gillan was a, a one for a while. Uh, Catherine Tate was one for a while. Billy Piper, you know, tends to always be female. But, you know. I mean, male
1: doctor, female companion.
0: Yeah. Um, I would say that it... Because I always avoided Doctor Who because I knew, like, there's 50 years of history here or, you know, 40 years or whatever. Like, I know now it's been 50 years, but there's, you know, this... There's a lot of back history with the show, so it's kind of hard to get into. But basically, um, when when Craig still had his shop, him, him or Shane or maybe both of them were like, no, no, you don't have to go all the way back to the beginning. Start with Christopher Eccleston like they pretty much just re- like they don't ignore any of the stuff that happened in the past. But, like, they kind of, at that point, start re-explaining it or reintroducing it so that, like, it kind of, like, started back over. It was kind of the, the re-jumping on point. So I it was on Netflix for a while, and then I, I binged that out and really got to enjoy that. Um, so I was, I, th- I think it's on HBO Max. It might be. Um, I know... I know I was watching some of the newer stuff on HBO Max. I don't know how back how far back it goes. Hmm. But basically, like if, if Doctor Who is something that would be interesting to you um for us our my our listeners, I would say pick pick the start of a new doctor. Um wherever that okay, so even on Even on HBO Max, I'm looking at it, they start, they call season one, the first season with Christopher Eccleston. So, and then they're up to 12 seasons. So, yeah, and then David Tennant did. Looks like he did three seasons and then Matt Smith did. three seasons. Then I think Peter Capaldi did three seasons. And then Jodie Whittaker is going to have done two seasons and then two sets of movies. But I mean, you go back to before, you know, well, cause I remember growing up in the eighties when, you know, uh, all the BBC stuff, the only way you got to watch it was on PBS.
1: Oh yeah. I remember and, watching a lot of the PBS
0: stuff growing up. So they had Doctor Who and Doctor Who was like super cheesy, but I guess there was a time period um, for Doctor Who, at, it must have been in the 80s, maybe in the 70s, where it became more of like a kid's show. So everything was super cheesy and super low budget. Um, and then I think Doctor Who kind of went away for all of the 90s and then they re, relaunched it and and i just closed it so i'll have to get back to it oh no wait there it is uh, it doesn't say what year they relaunched it it just says season one but they don't necessarily um their seasons don't necessarily run the same way that you know normal seasons do they don't do 20 episodes some seasons are six episodes some are 10 12 like and then they could be like a year or two in between seasons so I've I've
1: noticed a lot of this stuff BBC does is a lot shorter seasons.
0: Yeah, well, it's nice. It's really nice that they do that. I like, I like a mixture of it where like, I like the you know the way that a lot of the streaming stuff has done a lot of the British version, where like we're gonna give you six quality episodes, twelve quality episodes we're not going to stretch it out to 25, 26 episodes and like half of them are going to be filler or, you know, we're just going to, we're going to cut it down. We're going to, you know, we're going to make everything matter and we're just going to, you know, we're going to give you, but you know, like sometimes it's like, well, you only gave me six episodes. I wanted like nine, like you should have done nine. Like you cut too much out.
1: Here's, here's the meat and potatoes,
0: but take, take it or leave it. But you know, because of that, then you get like a full year, maybe two years in between seasons, and it's like, uh, now I uh, gotta, re- now I gotta remember what it was, or rewatch it, or uh,
1: watch a recap.
0: Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they do a recap because otherwise,
1: otherwise you can just find them online.
0: So yeah, um, I mean, I so I mean, I'd recommend it. I think it's a lot of fun, uh, you know. Uh, like I said, starting if you if you decided you wanted to get into it, I mean you got a week off. I mean you only have a a two hour two plus just over two hour movie uh, to go watch. That's a lot of free time, and you got HBO Max. Start over with Christopher Eccleston, yeah, just, and then just know that. And then just know that sometimes you'll have to pull up Wikipedia and go, "What is a Dalek? What what is a Cyberman?" Yeah, like, I don't understand any of this I don't They seem Oh, okay Oh, I don't know what's going on And neither do they Great Okay Nope I don't know what's going on Because I don't know 50 years of history Of what the Cybermen are Got it
1: I assume they're just police That are hunting the doctor
0: uh, No, Cybermen are <sighs> Semi-sentient robots Who want to turn everything In the universe Into the same thing That they are They yeah. believe they believe that every living creature should be turned into some sort of version of the robot that they are, because then that that would be the proper, correct order to the universe. They're not good. They, they, they like they don't necessarily kill people, but it's not necessarily fun that you don't die. Nice.
1: I still uh, probably won't. I still probably won't check it out though.
0: Okay. All right. Well. Uh, you didn't finish Moon Knight, so we can't talk about that either. Uh, no, two two episodes back. I didn't realize uh, how far
1: back I actually was.
0: I I don't know if they're being honest with us about not giving us a second season. Um, you know, because they keep saying, oh, Oscar Isaac's only under contract for one season.
1: Yeah, but okay, one season, but how many movies?
0: Right. and Let's, read, we, the,
1: let's read the fine print here.
0: Yeah. I, I would like to see the, the character of Moon Knight move over to the movies. I would also like a second season. I feel like the first season was a good origin, but I feel like it wasn't <clears throat> at the end of it. The end of it left me wanting more. Um, it, it felt kind of lacking. It went from being one of the better Disney Plus shows to, you know, towards the bottom by the end for me anyway. Um, Just because, like, I mean, they wrapped up the storyline, but like, they just—it just was kind of like. So
1: don't don't watch anymore if I got it.
0: No, no, watch it. Give up, give up now. No, watch it because I mean you'll get the conclusion, but I don't know. I just it felt. I feel it. Well, it was the one. It was one of the ones I was talking about where like six episodes, or eight episodes, whatever it ended up being just wasn't enough it needed another couple more because it felt like the last couple episodes were kind of rushed and you're just kind of like oh and then they do like a big introduction with like a post credit scene and you're like oh okay well this better not be how you end it because you know So uh what do you got? What do you got for us? What did what did you you watch anything this week?
1: Not that I can think of, nothing relevant.
0: Well, I didn't watch any. I watched I watched well other than Doctor Strange, I watched Halloween two and Halloween three, and not the new versions of Halloween two and three, the 1980 versions of Halloween.
1: uh no, I, I took in the Bucks, I watched the Bucks game.
0: That's about it. I didn't really watch too much. They're up two to one. The Capitals are also up two to one in their series over the Florida Panthers.
1: Perfect. The Brewers I think they dropped the last two.
0: Um, the Angels had to walk off to beat the Nationals, so they didn't lose. So they took two out of three from the Nationals. There you go. Because you know, this is what this is what amazes me about baseball. So the Angels are on a hot streak. They go into Boston, they crush Boston two out of three. They come home. They've won, like, I don't know. I mean, they're they're playing really good baseball. They blow the Nationals out of the water in game one. And then in game two, completely fall apart. And in game three, barely, you know, it's like the Nationals are terrible. They're not like Cincinnati Reds bad. Thank, thank God. That's All right.
1: Well, the Brewers won nine out of ten, and then they
0: just dropped the last two to the Braves. Yeah, but at least the Braves are a good baseball team. Are they? Well, let's look at the standings real fast. Well, the Braves just won the World Series. Uh, The Braves are... Okay, they're 14 and 16. So they're a mid-level baseball team. But, you know, again, they they are defending World Series champions. Right. The Brewers are 19 and 10. The Angels are 19 and 11. So... Basically the exact same record. But not really. Okay, well, we've played and lost one more game than you guys have. Yes. But at least we're not <coughs> the Reds, who are five and twenty-three. I was gonna ask if they got five wins yet. Uh, well, I mean, which is only not only slightly worse than Detroit at 8-19. Whew. The Cubs at nine and seventeen. Good for good for Chicago. I'm glad and, to see it, Illinois. And Kansas City at nine and sixteen. Um right, and did had,
1: the, do, does Detroit have any sports team worth rooting for besides the Red Wings? Uh, I don't think and so. I, I still wouldn't even root for the Red Wings, but at least they're relevant.
0: Um, are they? Because I don't think they made the playoffs this year. I mean when your uh, other teams are the Pistons, the Tigers, and the that is Lions true. and the Lions. <sighs> the,
1: Red Wings, Wings, the, Red Wings did,
0: the Red Wings did not make the playoffs this year. Um, they were do, 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 do a 32 40 and 10.
1: Oh. Huh. So Yeah, I haven't watched or followed hockey in a long time. So, yeah, I should get back into it.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, now, granted, the Red Wings do have a lot of Stanley Cup titles. So, yeah, they might Mm -hmm. be down right now. But, you know, they 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 at least win championships. And I think I I think, well, the Pistons have won one this decade, haven't they? Or recently?
1: I don't know. I'm trying to think. Did they win any after Wallace, Wallace, Billups and Hamilton left? I don't know. Um, I don't think they have won one
0: since maybe early two thousands. Okay, well, maybe that's a little further back than I remember, but it's been more recently than say the Detroit Lions have. Uh, the Lions have none. Um, well, they even if you count like even if you try to do like what the Packers do and count all the championships before the Super Bowl, um, let's see, they have they won one in two thousand and four.
1: Oh, I said I said three. So yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. okay. That might that might have been when they had uh Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, Rip Hamilton,
0: Tayshon Prince, Chauncey Billups. Probably. But they have so they have three titles and five conference titles. But yeah, I mean, Detroit has got to be one of the biggest suffering sports cities. I mean, they're just because yeah. you know, of the Lions, mainly. That's true. I mean, okay. I mean, I can't feel too bad for Detroit though, uh, because the the Red Wings have eleven Stanley Cups. That's not for all of them. <clears throat> so Let's yeah, and the last the- one they won was in two thousand eight. So. Detroit Tigers
1: last won the World Series in 1980 something,
0: eighty four. But they've been a they've been a few times since then. Eighty four. So yeah, if you take out hockey, that
1: that city's got our state's got nothing.
0: But they've been to the World Series twice since eighty four. In 2006 and 2012. Was one so, of those a loss to
1: the Giants?
0: Probably. The Giants won a bunch of World Series in a row. Or not in a row, but like every other year. They were on, they were on a... Uh, them and Taylor Swift, every time Taylor Swift released a new album, the San Francisco Giants won a, uh, a World Series. For It was some weird pattern that was going on for a few years. um trying to think what did i i want okay so i was watching the i I decided to what well i needed to watch halloween 2 so that i could listen to an episode of 80s flick flashback and then i needed to listen to i needed to watch halloween 3 so that i could listen to the one episode of media pod smash i hadn't listened to um are you, we, i talked about it i think briefly on my uh horror through the decades or whatever it was i was calling that back in october yeah. when i did halloween did you did you know that halloween has like three different timelines i know for sure too so you've got halloween one and two and then four five and six You've got Halloween one, two, and then it drops down to Halloween H2O, and then I think resurrection. And then you have Halloween, and then it drops down to Halloween, where they just called it Halloween again. I mean not Halloween again, but like they (laughs) it's it's Halloween again. But the the newer, like the newer one, the ones that have the ones that have come out in the last five or six years, and then Halloween kills. Like those two, some of the Rob Zombie ones. No, no, not the Rob Zombie ones. Because the Rob Zombie, the two Rob Zombie movies are their own timeline. So actually, there's four timelines. There's the Rob Zombie time. So all of them use the first movie. The one timeline uses the first two movies and then four, five, and six. The second timeline ignores four, five, and six and goes right to H2O. And then I think Resurrection. And then the next timeline, the one that we currently live in, ignores those two and the second movie and goes first movie, their version, and then the one that just came out last year, and then the one that's supposed to come out next year. All right. Not confusing at all. Oh, no, not at all. And then all of them ignore the third Halloween movie because it has no Michael Myers in it whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, every franchise has a movie they just like to ignore. Jason Jason X. Oh, that one doesn't exist.
1: Uh, anything in space,
0: basically. Yeah. Leprechaun in space. They haven't taken Mike Myers to space yet. Ooh. Maybe, maybe they can do that. So the time is coming. Just, you know. I mean, I would say it's time for that franchise to jump the shark, but I feel like it's jumped the shark so many times that, like, you know, it it you know. It's just it seems like such a I mean, it's an interesting thing to do where you're just like, hey, you know what? All the last three movies that we just did didn't happen. We're ignoring them. We're doing that. We're going back to the first two starting over again. Yeah, no, didn't work. And then those two didn't work. So they're like, ah, we're going to ignore those two. So you're telling me all five of those movies that you just did didn't No, didn't happen. None of them. Didn't we're, happen. Going, we're going back again. We're going over. We're We're going back
1: take them off the shelf they're not there no more
0: yeah so so i don't know i've just been on a on a i've, I've never wa- i had never watched any of the halloween movies except for the first one and i've seen that one like uh, four or five times so i was like maybe i should finally watch the other ones um man i will tell you the quality from halloween to halloween 2 the drop-off is, like, immense. Like, it's just, like, the first one is, like, top-notch. Like, I mean, it's cheesy because you it's 1978. Wow. But, you know, but, like, if you can put yourself back in 19... Like, man! And then, like, in the two years after that, like, it just went...
1: It's <laughs> always sad to see the franchise, but at least they rebounded and made several other movies.
0: They just won't stop. I mean, but I feel like I don't know. I mean, maybe it's time for them to do that with like Jason or Freddie, where you're just like, instead of continuing on with it, just go, Hey, you know what? This was the last good one. Let's just ignore the rest of them and start over again. Yeah, like let's, let's just, instead of trying to reboot it, like, although I think Freddie is always going to be hard to reboot because he's so tied to Robert England. Where Jason, you can just put a big guy in a mask. <coughs> Mike Myers, call Meier, it day. Mike, Mike Myers, you can just put a big guy in a mask. I think Leprechaun is going to suffer when Warwick Davis retires.
1: I mean, he wasn't in the last one.
0: that just came out. Okay, so maybe they can. Uh, I, but I heard I've I've heard I've not seen. Uh, also, with the Leprechaun franchise, I've only seen the first one. Uh. <laughs> So uh, one of these days, I need to sit down and watch the Leprechaun movies. But right now, I'm tackling the Halloween franchise. Halloween. The le- uh, I said
1: the Leprechaun movies is actually a franchise I've seen every one of.
0: And I, I believe I heard you and Jeremy or Jeremy and somebody. Maybe it was Jeremy and Ryan when they did the Leprechaun for Freaky Film Club. Uh, discussing that, the, that newest one, like the quality of it was pretty far down. I know you. Oh. I know. I know you said you didn't like Origins, the one that he def Warwick Davis definitely wasn't in.
1: Yeah, Origins was terrible. Uh, I don't think Jeremy and Jeremy's seen the new one yet. Oh. I think I was saying that when we got together that it, you could tell it's it's you know it, it's cheesy, kind of like the original, but it's definitely
0: not as. So basically, what we're character. getting what we're getting to is though, if you're gonna do a horror franchise, you need to put the guy. In a mask and don't let him talk very much, yep, because then you can just keep going.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you just need a big guy in a mask.
0: I'm available,
1: yeah. Everyone would like to see you wear a mask, anyways, and not talk so much.
0: Wow, boom. All right. Well, next week, <laughs> next week, join us for Pop Culture Roulette when we talk about how Justin has been fired and it's just me and Jeremy. Yep,
1: well, Justin's kicked off the episode.
0: You know what? I think it's been a while since we fired you.
1: Yes, I don't think I've been fired in a couple of weeks. I
0: don't know. I feel like it's been even longer. That used to be a, a pretty common feature of the show.
1: Yeah, it was. And it was usually me that wasn't I wasn't on the episodes because I was fired every Couple a couple of days.
0: Um, all right. Well, let's think. Um, I don't think any celebrity death happened, so we can't bring that segment. Not to my knowledge. Not not that. Um, not that we
1: like doing that segment.
0: No, that is true. Oh wait, no, no. I take that back. I, now I remember. It just I just saw it today. George Perez.
1: Oh the the. Those, the artist? artist,
0: the artist, um, and not—I mean—super uh, influential as an artist. Maybe not as influential as Neil Adams and outside, like you know, like the stuff that Neil Adams did outside of the art artistry. But George Perez was a huge artist in the comic book industry. I mean, it goes back to as far as working with Jack Kirby. So I mean, you know, he'd obviously. Jack Kirby, Marv Wolfman, like that—that that man had been around, you know. So, yeah, and I think they said he was only sixty-seven, which I feel like There's a lot of work for being. Yeah, so he must have started really young.
1: Yeah, Someone with that much experience, probably pushing eighties, nineties.
0: Yeah, that's that's what you figure because you know when you think Jack Kirby, you think. Well, I guess he must have. I mean, if he, he worked with Jack Kirby at the end of Kirby's life, then. Because I think of Kirby and, and Stan Lee and Steve Ditko and those guys, you know, we're all but you know what? I miss the Stan Lee cameo in the Marvel movies.
1: Yeah, those were always some of the best.
0: Now, maybe maybe they can do that with Bruce Campbell now.
1: <laughs> Bruce Campbell appears and everything?
0: Yeah. You know, I because, wouldn't hate it. You know, it's just you know he's already done four Marvel cameos, and I think they've been four different roles in every one of them. Why not? Yeah, you can right. do it. Just just make it happen. Come on, Marvel. Yeah, you let's need... start start the petition. Start the petition. There we go. All right. Well then, um, All right, so you got nothing else? I'm good. Okay, well then I guess. Teenagers, listen to me. When you're at a movie, you're not in your living room. You're in a public space. You've paid money to sit in a movie and enjoy the, the movie. Other people have paid money to sit and enjoy the movie. We don't want to hear your conversation. You are not as funny as mst3k nope and even if you are i don't want i didn't pay money to see you i paid money to see the movie if i want to watch an mst3k style then i'll let the mst3k guys do it or i'll pay you to come over to my house and do it <laughs> i probably won't because that's creepy and weird but <sighs> um but what i'm saying here is at the end of the day Well, Stupid never walks alone because it's got a bunch of teenagers who went to go see a movie to get with it. Yeah. Do you love movies of a certain age? Do you miss the days of VHS
1: tapes and VCRs and video rental stores? Does the thought of another 80s movie being remade seem inconceivable? If you want to go back to school, back to the future, or even back to the beach, then the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast is for you. I'm Tim Williams, the creator and host, and on each episode, I'm joined by a guest co-host as we revisit a different 80s flick to discuss our first-time watch memories, iconic scenes, and even learn some behind-the-scenes stories along the way. New episodes drop every other Friday on your favorite podcasting platform. So make like a tree, get out of here, and go listen to an episode of the 80s Flick Flashback Podcast.